Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. God bless you. It's another marvelous day to enjoy this life that God put inside of us and don't take it for granted. Man, it's good to be back with you. And today, um, <clears throat> I want to really share some things with you that I think will encourage you and will hopefully um, get you back in the Word of God, studying the Word of God, and really uh, seeking God for those things that that uh, that He would have you to do. And so anyway, let's pray. Father, we just want to thank you for the Word today. Thank you for what you're doing, for what you're going to do, and just uh, all the things that you've done. Father, bless the Word. Bless the people who are listening today. And Lord, we just thank you for everything that you're going to do. Holy Spirit, have your way. And anoint our ears to hear it, anoint me to speak. This word today, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters, the scripture says that the people who know their God shall do great exploits. And when you listen to that scripture or you hear that word, shall do great exploits. If you're like me, you wonder, where are the exploits? And if you want to draw an inference from that scripture the inference would be the people who don't know God won't do anything so I look at that scripture and the key word that jumps out to me is the word no and that word no in my mind um, basically entails a relationship because when you know somebody you have a relationship with them. Um, when you get to know somebody, you have to spend time with them. And that's where this is going because if we're going to do great exploits, if we're going to do the things that God wants us to do, then we certainly have to spend time with Him. And we just can't go out doing anything without knowing anything. Because if you don't know anything, the Bible says that my people perish for the lack of knowledge which means that we need to know something before we can do something. And that word know also means, I think, to know experientially. You know, uh, through experience, through um, our everyday uh, communion, reading the word, praying. And so we have to take time out to really get to know God. When we get saved, we get born again, we accept Jesus into our heart, but then what is it after that? You know, and this is the important part, it's because the Bible says the desire to sense your milk of the word that you may grow thereby. And so it's very important in order for us really to get to know God, we're going to have to do it through his word. We're going to have to really sit under his word. We can't even get grow our faith. If we're not in the word, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so it's important that we get in the word so that we can grow our faith. And that word hearing doesn't mean what you heard. Hearing means that you're hearing every day or you're hearing a very consistent amount of time. It's not just once and done. That's heard. 
Okay, so faith comes by what you consistently hear every day. And so your faith is built up in your spirit. That's where your faith is built up at. As you listen to the word, the word strengthens your spirit and renews your mind. Remember, man is a three-part being. Man is a spirit. He has a soul and lives in a body. And for us, when we get to know God, we're knowing God from our spirit, not from our flesh, our natural man. We can't. That's not how you know God. That's how you know of God, but that's not how you know God. And so it's important for us that we take the time out to study the word and meditate the word because we get to know God, you know, the attributes of God, things that God likes and he doesn't like. All these things come as a result of us spending time with him, getting in his word, understanding what he's saying to us, understanding what the word means to us. <coughs> it all plays a part. And over a period of time, if you stay consistent and you stay in the word, you'll begin to know God. Let's take David, for instance. You know, David was a man who... Uh, God said was a man after his own heart and David David did a lot of things that weren't very uh, godly that's for sure but that was David's flesh too see when you're talking about mankind you know again man is a spirit he has a soul he lives in the body it's not his flesh I get it because we think when we look at a person, that's them, but that's not them. And that's what we have to understand is that this is our flesh, our body. And if you don't put your get your flesh under control, it will do what it wants to do. It will absolutely team up with an unregenerated mind and, and do what it wants to do. Sometimes that's why you get Christians who have a sin problem is because... They have an unrenewed mind. Yeah, they got saved. They accepted Christ. That took care of their spirits. But it did nothing for their minds. And that's why it's important that that relationship with God and studying the Word of God. The Bible says in 2 Timothy, I believe it's um, the second chapter and the 15th verse. He says, a study to show yourself is approved unto God. As a workman, I need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So there's so many references in the word where we need to study the word, get in the word. The scripture talks about um, meditating in the word day and night. In fact, if you check Psalms 1, um, the Bible talks about, um, about dwelling in the dwelling in a place well not the secret place but actually it talks about um about the lord about his righteousness and about the godly man and it talks about how you should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth your fruit in your season and your leaf shall not wither and when it talks about that it goes back to what it's saying that you meditate in the word day and night and so that word meditate means to really sort of mull over 
to run it back and forth, uh, to memorize and to really think it through, you know, and as you do that, you strengthen yourself. It's so much about the word of God and in relation to us um, building a relationship with God. It's important that we spend time in his word. It's important that we get the word in us. It's important that we hear preaching. We experience the fivefold, uh, the fivefold ministry gifts. It's important. Those are very important because they play a key part in our development. You know, when you're talking about um, evangelists, you're talking about pastors, prophets, apostles, teachers. I mean, these men and women are sent to mature us in the word of God. And that's important that we get that piece of it too. But what's most important is what you do in your quiet time, in your private time, spending time with God, getting to know God, you know, getting to know his character. Because if not, you're not going to know a lot of things you're not going to experience. And quite frankly, you'll lose a lot of battles like that because you won't know what to do about the devil. One thing I've learned is that God will show you, even through trials and tribulations, um, things you go through, things you face, he will show you um, about the enemy. And I was going to tell you about David. You know, David, again, was a man after God's own heart. And certainly he had his, uh, he was frail and and uh, he wasn't perfect. And so, but David, the one thing he did do he was very, uh, very adamant about spending time with God, getting up early in the morning, seeking God, praying several times a day. I mean, he was uh, very adamant about that. And he understood that he needed to spend time with God. And I was talking about how you experience things with God. Well, I don't think anybody really realized where David learned how to fight. He learned how to fight being a shepherd. He learned how to fight um, getting those those sheep under control. And when predators came to get them, you know, David learned how to fight. And the reason I brought that up is because God used David to defeat Goliath. But before David ever defeated Goliath, he defeated a bear. He defeated a lion. And David experienced these things. He spent time as a shepherd. And at the same time, he spent time with God. And God taught him through taking care of sheep how to fight. And what I'm telling you is when you spend time with God, God will teach you things in your life. How to fight the enemy. Because David learned how to fight his enemy by being a shepherd, by fellowshipping with God, and by doing the things that God called him to do and that his dad assigned him. The same thing with you. You know, if you spend time with God, God will teach you how to fight your enemy. He will teach you strength, your strengths and your weaknesses and the things that you need to do so that you won't fall prey to the enemy. You know there is a real devil, right? You do know there is a real spirit, a real demon, right? Uh, demons, there's a real Satan. Okay, and so he's absolutely 
out to try to kill, steal, and to destroy everything that you do, trying to um, cut you off at the path. He doesn't want you to be successful. He wants to cause all type of havoc for you, you know, but that's why it's important to get in the word because then you know we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. You know that. And so it's important that we continue in the word, in the word of God, because that's where we draw our strength and obviously our experience. But God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. Well, brothers and sisters, I'm going to go ahead and end this. Um, if you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can't fight and win against the enemy. You're going to lose. So it's important that you're on the Lord's side. Make your peace with God. If you want to accept Christ right now, you can pray this prayer and you will be a child of God. Say this with your mouth. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner and I need to be saved. You said in your word that if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, I'll be saved. Jesus, I believe that you died for me and I believe that God raised you from the dead. Come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. And right now, I just want to say thank you. Jesus, thank you for saving me. Brothers and sisters, if you pray that prayer, you're a child of God. Get in a good Bible-believing church. Get you a good Bible and get ready for this journey. This is Brother Leonard. It's been a pleasure sharing the word with you. And until next time, be blessed. God bless you.